Hello, and welcome to You Want the Tea, We Got the Facts podcast, where we bring research-based information through programs and outreach to help improve the quality of life for individuals and families throughout Northwest Georgia. We are your hosts and family and consumer science agents, Victoria Presnell and Angelica Davis. Here, we'll discuss trending topics centered around nutrition, family, health, and finances to help individuals and families thrive. Hello. How are you, Victoria? I'm good. And how are you? Doing well. Good, good. I'm excited about our pilot um, episode and getting the word out about what we do and um, our history of extension here. I think um, people see us as the best kept secret, you know, in our county offices. I hear that all the time when we meet new people. Oh my gosh, how come I never heard of this before? Why are y'all out there more often? I'm like, we are, we're here. (laughs) Just gotta find us. Yeah, so I think that this episode will kind of help our listeners kind of know what we do, where our history, where we come from, really. I mean, mm-hmm. if you think about it, we've been around for over a hundred years. Uh, yeah, people still don't know been, about us. So, <laughs> right, extension um, has been in the game a long time. So, yeah, yeah. it has. Um, so, we, I kind of wrote down what we, our, um, kind of what we go by here in extension. So, I'll just kind of read that off um, so people can kind of know what we're talking about. But uh, we translate science of everyday living for farmers, families, communities to foster a healthy and prosperous Georgia. For more than a century, we've provided research and education through a network of committed specialist agents and volunteers to help Georgians learn, grow, and do more. So, I think that kind of sums up what we do in a way. But yeah. I think breaking it down for them so that we can let them know what we do personally in our local counties, um, because people know fact they hear facts and we have it in our title. But yeah. getting people to know what family and consumer science is can be a little difficult. So it can. It, it can and it can be. I think it's such a broad and um, you know wide term that we use because people say well break it down for me and it's like it's hard because we all do different things Family consumer sciences is so different not only from state to state but even from county to county because right. even between the two of us we do we do some things that are similar but we also do things that are very different um, we all have different backgrounds so I think letting the listeners um, get a feel of how both of us, how the two of us are doing and programming in both our counties. And then we can expand up on that in um, later episodes when we start having guests come in and talk about the different things, how we pretty much maneuver family and family consumer sciences in the state. Yes. So I think that was a good um, statement that you made to go ahead and kind of introduce yourself as one of the hosts. Um, And then I'll kind of introduce myself so people kind of know where we're coming from. Right. Well, hey, (laughs) y'all. I am Angelica. Uh, So I'll tell you a little bit about myself. I am originally from Alabama, small town, Selma, Alabama, Uh, (laughs) I wouldn't even know where that is. I know it's way on the west side of uh, Alabama just to give you a little perspective we're probably like an hour maybe an hour and a half from um, the Mississippi line so with that you know and I graduated from Auburn University 
uh, I come from a rich background of farmers. So I've always heard of extension before because extension, that's where it started. It helped um, in the agricultural field where we had um, you know, crop and we also had my uncles who participated in 4-H. They raised hens and chickens, so they were in those competitions. So I've heard of 4-H and, um, and extension before, but um, never thought in a million years that I would work in extension because this is my caveat here. And when I graduated from Auburn University, before I graduated in my undergrad, I actually did my undergraduate research with Alabama Cooperative Extension. I did not and know that. I know. It's so weird. All kinds of crazy things <laughs> I did not know. I know. So there I did some nutrition education where we actually went into the schools. We did a lot of um, talked about my plate and different um, food groups with the various age groups. I don't think we did anything further than the middle school age. So we went from elementary all the way to middle school. Um, but with that being said, I'm also married. So I talk about my husband, Tommy. We've been married at the end of this year. It will be seven years. Um, and we moved here. And just to give a little bit of perspective about my nutrition background, I started in the world of WIC, women, infant, and children, working for the Bartow County Health Department. And then I worked a little bit with school nutrition. And then I've navigated and found my way to extension. I am a registered dietitian by trade. I tell a lot of people that I still practice as a registered dietitian. Um, but in this role, I feel like I have such way more flexibility when it comes to community nutrition because we do the classes. We do the boots to the ground reaching out to the people, meeting them where they're at, because that is the most impactful way to, right. you know, serve the community, meeting people where they are. So right. we do a lot in chronic disease prevention. So that's my baby, I feel, um, helping people with high blood pressure issues, chronic disease as far as like um, diabetes, and then a little bit of cancer research that we do. So um, I feel like that is my wheelhouse. I feel like community nutrition, no matter how far I try to get away from it, I can't help but to come back to community nutrition. It always finds me. Um, and like I said before, in the introductions, when we had it on our social media, I believe in taking care of the community and it will take care of you. So what you give, what you give out is what you give back. So, um, yeah, that's a little bit about me. That's awesome. And you was telling me stuff that I had never heard about. I thought we yeah, were great girl. friends and then I did not realize all of that. I know. I like to keep people questioning about me. <laughs> Even though, um, you were an Auburn person. Now you are with the university of Georgia. So that was a good, good, smart yeah. move to, to oh, move yeah. over. Miss UGA. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was that was cool i'm going so i'll say we do have a lot of similar backgrounds but then we also are very different which i like because i think we'll bring two different perspectives when we bring and talk about nutrition and health but right. um, i'm victoria uh Presnell, and i am the facts agent in carroll county um maybe we'll start saying family and consumer science till we get our listeners knowing what facts is but i am the family and consumer science agent um if you're local listening to us i am in the carroll county ag center so there's always this running joke that my family just strictly thinks i work with livestock because <laughs> i'm in the ag center agriculture right building. i'm like yeah. spending the past three years trying to convince my family that i do nothing with livestock unless <laughs> I get asked <laughs> so it's funny but my undergrad is from the University of West Georgia in the health and community wellness um, degree with a minor in nutrition so it was 
I kind of, I started out wanting to be in psychology and it was really, I sat down and kind of looked at it and I was like, why am I wanting to go into psychology? And I realized the reason I wanted to go into psychology was I wanted to help people. I wanted to be a person in the community that people could use, um, they could talk to, but I had this passion um, because at the time when I got in this program, I was just a strictly a personal trainer and group fitness instructor. I realized I could merge the two and I didn't necessarily have to be just a therapist. You know, I could help people, but in the way of my passion. So I found this degree program and I enjoyed it. And then I went on um, to get my master's in health and human performance um, with a you know, really honing in on health promotion. So mm-hmm. kind of, you know, community based and that kind of fun stuff. But my expertise is in a lot of physical activity. Um, so I worked at a few fitness centers as the yoga instructor, as a personal trainer, group mm-hmm. fitness. We did a lot of hit classes, which I enjoyed that, that part. Um, it helped me get through college, which we know can be a struggle. And then, you know, I was, I really loved being around people. I loved the classes. I think I was never been more fit than I was (laughs) doing that job because I was always doing a class. So um, you always had a class. So you were working out all the time. (laughs) So 24 seven. So when I found this job, I'll be honest, I didn't know anything about extension when I came on. Um, Never, I'd heard of 4-H, but I was not part of 4-H. I was more on the FFA side of things. Okay. So um, when I heard about this job, I heard it through a professor and it kind of like a job I would want to do. And so I kind of wanted to dip my toes in the water and didn't realize that I would take a full swim and be a fax agent one day. (laughs) But here we are and um, I've enjoyed it so far. Like you said, each county does something different when we can kind of talk about what a family consumer science agent looks like county to county. But you know, my expertise is also in chronic disease prevention, um, mm-hmm. but I've really found a passion and love for food safety, which I never thought I would do. So food preservation classes, canning, um, serve safe, all that fun stuff I've really found an interest in and kind of brought to um, my county. So mm-hmm. I've enjoyed that. And um, like Angelica, I'm also married. Um, <laughs> we just had a baby and she is six months going on six and a half months now so we've enjoyed this time i was on maternity leave for a while but now i'm back yes and um i'm excited i'm excited to be on this podcast with angelica we hit it off really fast we really did and it was like you know it was like we've known each other our whole lives right you know people say that when they meet somebody but when you really mesh with somebody it's almost like literally when you were on maternity leave it was like who am i going who am i going (laughs) with who am i going to talk to at these meetings like and i was so afraid during our travel time when I was going, you were going to find a new roommate. And I, was going to be devastated. So I made it very clear that when I get back in, I'm mm-hmm. back in. Being you did. Roommate. You made that very clear. I think everybody <laughs> knew that. Um, but yes, and then Ricky Kate is the cutest baby. She's so sweet. She doesn't meet a stranger. I'll tell you no, that. So She doesn't. Um, she loves everybody. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> Um, we'll see how that changes as she gets older. That's true. We're only at six <laughs> months, so we we shall see. Um, right. So, yeah, that's a little bit about us and what we do. But 
Mm-hmm. So I cannot remember off the top of my head. You may remember the number of fax agents we have mm-hmm. in the state of Georgia. Do you remember that number? Um, I think back in 2021, it was around um, maybe 30, 35. That and that was in our district, right? That was, well, no, that or was, was that full. I state. think that was still full statewide. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of people, you know, will say Northwest is the most unique. And I think we do have most of the fax agents here in Northwest Georgia. So right. I think we're still holding on to maybe about 20 yeah maybe give or take one or two um so when people don't know this i think when we say northwest georgia they think oh you're just in metro atlanta no (laughs) (laughs) we cover all the way from the tippy top of the state in dade county and we kind of stick to you know our side of 75 here um and go all the way down as far as um is it macon Mm -hmm. maybe a little bit further yeah maybe a little further than um, we we cover we a lot of area. We got a good ground here that we cover. Um, and then I tell people too, um, you know, family consumer sciences is not in every county. We're kind of spread out throughout the district. Um, so Carroll County is kind of like, what is that, west of Bartow. So that's a little bit, you know, you're a little bit, about an hour and a half away from me. And then there's Cobb County, there's Fulton, there's Chattooga, but it doesn't go any further than Chattooga. Um, so Rebecca and I kind of shared, which Rebecca is the fax agent in Chattooga County. We kind of shared this northern part of the state over here until right. you get into the northeast district and then you've got some fax agents over there. So we're pretty widespread here and we kind of pretty much we make it work. Um, yes. We kind of can make it like a dream team. And I mean, teamwork makes everything a lot easier and better. So um yeah, we, we cover some ground there. And I think the goal is to have a fax agent in every county eventually. Yes. Um, and, and we'll say, I'll say quickly, we have three program areas within University of Georgia Cooperative Extension. Um, mm-hmm. We have Agriculture and Natural Resources, which is what we call A&R. And that's what a lot of people know as county agents, quote unquote. Right. Um, that you've had for years and years. And so these county agents were the ones that came to the farms or Mm -hmm. they did soil samples, which we still do, or they helped you with your garden. Um, And so those are really, right. And they were really big in the livestock and helping. And then, you know, we have 4-H side of things, which are in all the schools and people always know 4-H with a club meeting, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I will say 4-H gets a big rep because I never knew 4-H was so big until I moved to Georgia. And I was like, oh, 4-H is still a thing. And they're like, a thing? It's like everything. So um, 4-H is like, I mean, I want to say Georgia might be one of the largest um, in the United States with 4-H. So they get, it's huge. It is. And and there's, Family Consumer Science. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, we're in that same building with 4-H and A&R, and I don't think people grasp that. You know, yeah. I'm in the same building where you come and get your soil samples or your right. test and get your water tested. We're in that same, same building. Yeah. You know, and, and we have all of these fun resources, but I think just letting people know that we're there, and hopefully mm-hmm. one day we will have a fax agent in every county. Yeah. Um, but I did bring up some research and I know that you have like a little book that you have. So yeah. I think that'll be fun to go over. But 
I did do some research on family and consumer science and we do come out of the College of Family and Consumer Science. So what we always tell people is extension offices are a literal extension from the University of Georgia. Okay. So at the University of Georgia, they do tons and tons of research regardless of what it is, agriculture or family consumer science, um, youth development. And then they bring that into these county offices. Because if you think about it, which I was thinking about the other day, is if they didn't have the extension offices, how in the world would they ever get that research to the state of Georgia, you know? Right. So I think that is kind of where we come in and we bring that research and we bring it into our counties and let people know what's going on. What's the latest research? What's what do you need to know about this? And, you know, you get this stuff through your tax dollars. Um, mm -hmm. And so people are always like, why is it so cheap? Or, you know, why is this program free? And I'm like, you're paying it with your tax dollars. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, we're just breaking like even with our registration, whether we feed you or something like that. But right. Um, I did see that. So on my research I was doing, so 1914 mm -hmm. was the UGA Cooperative Extension Service was founded. Mm -hmm. um, and they did research-based agriculture information to people. And there was county agent specialists throughout the state to share information on issues like water quality, um, agribusiness, family wellness, and life skills. So that's crazy to me that even back in 1914, you still see that family wellness. Yeah. Um, it probably looked a lot different than what it we did. I know it looked <laughs> a lot different. <laughs> And then, they still hit on too, it, you know? and yeah, and then back then, I feel like extension was on top of the game. It was ahead of the game because you know you had a lot of families in the agricultural business. All they knew was how to provide for their families, but you know you have to be able to you know take care of your family in a safe way. How do you get your crops to your family and either and even to markets and sell to other people in a safe way? So I see where extension was very vital back then. I mean, we really needed, I mean, a lot of people, that's all they really relied on that was their right. source of information was extension. So right. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and then 1933 was when our lovely home economics extension agents came about, <laughs> um, which would be us now, or they call them home demonstration agents. And so I thought it was really cool that we had, um, we had a good amount of them. We oh, yeah. had home economic extension programs were widespread throughout the state, mm -hmm. including 72 white and 19 African-American home demonstration agents. Mm -hmm. And for my Carroll County people, Carroll County was the first ever extension office <laughs> in the state of Georgia. So look at Carroll. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, I think we've been doing this for hundreds, over a hundred years. Yeah. Um, people just, I haven't gotten the word out and um i think that's that's going to be the great thing about this podcast i think they're going to be able to get the information in a way that they probably never gotten extension information so i think that's pretty cool right and like you said i feel like you know with the times have a lot has changed since 1914 and 1933 where i feel like we've become so technology driven we've become so dependent on our own that we forget that there are public service public services servants like we are right. um where you know back then there were home demonstration agents and home economics um where they were actually going to people's homes right. but now we don't typically do that because you know safety concerns or whatever um so we still meet people where they are 
you know, we might not go to your individual homes, but we can go to, you know, different agencies that are in the area. We could probably set up shop at an apartment complex in, um, you know, their office building or whatever. So we are still meeting people where they are. It's just not as, you know, one-on-one -on -one, that personal, you know, going to a person's house, right. but we're still doing the same thing. We're still getting the information out there. And earlier when you said research, a lot of people ask me, well, what research? Like, what are you talking about when you say research? And I tell people, you know, every time you swipe that card, that, that debit card, we do consumer uh, research. Um, we do uh, every time you spend your cash, even though, you know, it's not traceable, but we use the, those numbers and we're able to say, oh, you know, so many Georgians spend this much money within a week or within a month's time and then that's when we found out oh one in five georgians are actually financially stressed so these right. are the type of you know research that we do the same thing when it comes to chronic disease prevention uh, we have some research where we have with the medical professionals when it comes down to you know diabetes numbers when it comes down to hypertension numbers or even cancer rates so we and this information is necessary in order for us to do our jobs but also to inform the public about what's really going on in the state of georgia right Right. And I think that's a really cool breakdown of what you said, because I was just about to talk about um, how we know what programming to do in our county, because, mm -hmm. you know, we're every county is different. Um, right. Carroll County compared to Lazavia and Fulton County, the kind of programming we do is totally different um, mm -hmm. because we're meeting the needs. And so what we do is we come up with a or we have to fill out a county health needs assessment mm -hmm. on our county. And it takes us a good bit of time to get that. Uh, <laughs> needs assessment but we're using you know resources like the cdc the county health rankings uh what are some other ones that we use for these numbers so um, there's some others through like um the uh, department of public health right um there's some from even uh you know american heart association mm -hmm. american diabetes association um wherever there's the census the U.S. Right. Census, we use a lot of those numbers and figures to horn it down to each individual county. Right. So um, and then that's why sometimes I, when I go to a neighboring county, sometimes I ask the neighboring county extension, what are the needs of your county? If You know, sometimes they don't have a fax agent. So I like to say, OK, so what are they needing? And most of the times it could be some food safety issues or it could be some chronic disease prevention issues. But um, we all have to do the research. We have to know our county before we even start doing the programming. So right. um, once you learn your county and people start learning who you are as the facts as the family consumer science agent, then, you know, that's when we start getting those high participation rates in these classes that we have. So, right. um, the and those, I think, I mean, those deep, those numbers go into a lot of detail though. Cause I know, mm -hmm. I mean, you probably think when you do one of those, like you're looking at the cancer rate or, you know, diabetes, mm -hmm. but it goes into deep things. Like how many daycare centers are in your county? Um, yes. How many people are insured? How many people walk to work? How many people are working out of town? Like how many people commute to work? You know? So we have all these numbers for our county and then we're able to look at what's high. Like we compare them to the state of Georgia and to, you know our nation as a whole mm -hmm. and you know just personally with carroll county our um breast cancer rate has kind of went up mm -hmm. and i would never have known that if i didn't do that health needs assessment so it's like now that i know that's up and also our physical inactivity rate is up what can i do in the county and not just me but like getting 
people in the county involved like what can we do as a whole to make sure that we're getting physical activity so that we can be the best healthiest georgians in carroll county you know i think it's pretty cool it's the same here in bartow you know our physical inactivity has increased foods insecure like the food Mm. security issue is huge here um just because the major town is cartersville but that number has gone up because you have you know infrastructure it's becoming a little bit more industrialized there's more housing being built here um but you know even the ratio breakdown to how many people actually own homes versus renting and the price of renting has gone up and the housing has gone up so all of that research that we do it's not gone in vain you know we even present these to the commissioners of of the counties and they know exactly the research that we're doing and we present it to them and we say hey we got some programming on some stuff if you want us we we can do it you know tell us tell the people where the classes are so um we're presenting this information to the county leaders so it's not like we're not doing anything with this information we're actually doing a lot of work with it so um we're very like you said we're one of the best kept secrets i feel yeah and i mean i think at the beginning maybe you know years ago a lot of the programming was that basic program where you come and sit down and get your information mm-hmm. through a powerpoint and you get handouts but a lot of the times we've been changing that as facts mm-hmm. agents you know we're yeah. utilizing social media we're utilizing our phones and technology and podcasts and that kind of thing yeah. to get that information out because we know people are busy people don't have all the time to come and sit in a program or our working class is working during the day mm-hmm. so i think it's cool how much um, extension is you know really targeting what what's popular at the time you know technology is how people are getting their information i would almost guarantee you 90 percent of the time yeah so. and, and and like you said it's the utilization of technology but then it's also you know keeping that key piece of where you have some folks who just prefer things on paper so we're mm-hmm. still doing the two right two for one deal over here uh-huh. where <laughs> we can still do things you know in the traditional way but then we also can offer programming in a non-traditional way right um, again with the involvement of people we as um family consumer science agents we are constantly thinking about how we can reach this audience how we can get the information out there who can we contact to get in touch with these people because we utilize people in the community we utilize the community leaders so it's us constantly having meetings and constantly talking to you know community leaders and even our cohorts about what we're doing in each county so it's just it's a constant learning curve right and i think you know to kind of wrap up what we do as family and consumer science agents, everyone's different. Um, again, it goes back to those needs of the community, but we do have different topics. Um, and if I don't, if I miss one, remind me. But we yeah. do health, home, family, money, textiles, and health. Are those the ones? And that food. We- and food. How did I forget food? That's our number one. <laughs> That's um, our number one food. <laughs> yeah, I know. So those are our topics. And you can actually go to universe or UGA Extension Family and Consumer Science website. Mm-hmm. And we can kind of put that maybe on social media with this yeah. episode. And you can see all those topics. And we have hundreds of resources on there on those mm-hmm. topics. You know, anything from diabetes prevention to food safety to... Yeah. Um, you know, childcare learning centers. Mm-hmm. I mean, we even have a little area of textiles that has like 
a hundred ways to get stains out. Stains out, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy how long that list of stain removers we have. But I know. I think that kind of, you know, wraps up what we do. And I think it's important to tell our listeners that the podcast is for them. Yes. And for them to what they want to know. So we encourage you after you listen to this episode to leave us some comments and some feedback in our um, comment section on social media or either send us an email about topics you really want to hear about because Mm -hmm. we want this to be a local podcast that you can come to and really learn research-based information about different topics that you want to know about. You know, this isn't for us. This is for you, our listeners. So um, wouldn't you say that, Angelica? Yeah, I agree 100%. Um, Just tell us what you want to know. And we are here to give you the straight facts, but also the tea, honey. So yes, uh, we will spill a little tea. <laughs> we when we're will done. spill a little tea. So have your coffee or your tea ready because I mean, whatever topics you want to talk about, we're here to talk about it. Yep, and we also have so many specialists at the University of Georgia that yeah. would love to jump on our podcast and for us to interview them if you really want some of those topics that our specialists at the University of Georgia could give us answers to. So, um, you know, reach out, tell us what you're thinking. And if it's something that we can do or we will find somebody that does and we will get them on our podcast. So we want to thank you um, for listening. Actually, do you want to talk about your history? Yeah, I want to. I'm so sorry, Angelica. No, you're fine. So uh, I actually, so through this book, and you know, I recently completed foundations training, which is something that we have to do through when becoming a family consumer science agent. We have to complete all of our foundation training. So they provided us with this 100 Years Enriching Lives um, book, and it has all of these really jealous. I know it's a timeline book. So I'm just gonna go through and just give you some interesting facts about. facts (laughs) so um just going through here i will say that um there's a lot of pictures there's a lot of um you know historic things going on here so back in 1953 and i chose this date because this is the year my mama was born 1953 (laughs) uh more than 1 million residential air conditioners were sold in the united states Washing machines, electric dryers, stand mixers, toasters, and televisions are among the many items experienced in an increase in consumer demand. Some home demonstrations, so those extension agents and school teachers adapted their programs to incorporate these modern conveniences. So can you imagine, you know, getting a brand new washing machine with new technology and having somebody come to your house and show you how to work it? that's crazy and isn't that crazy it is (laughs) like that was what was going on at that time you know right and i think you said one word that kind of reminds me of uga is adapting and i think that's literally what we do you know we find out what is new and improved i think i mean now it's air fryers or you know these yes all that fun stuff you know the five and one (laughs) that's cool that's where that started i thought that was a pretty cool and um going through some more things in the book just coming up with um some more up-to-date stuff um let's see going through i'm gonna come into the 90s maybe or even the early 2000s just to give us some things that extension has done over the years um 
Oh, this is cool. In 2002, in collaboration with the Governor's Office of Consumer Affairs and the Internal Revenue Services, Fax Extension implemented the Consumer Financial Literacy Program. Um, the staff provided free tax preparation services to more than 275 families. Today, it is known as the Volunteer Income Tax Assistance Program. Students majoring in financial planning participated. So um, I think that's that vital program, you know, that some of us fax yeah, agents do awesome. during that tax season. So that's when they started kicking it off was back in 2002, which is pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. Um, and then just to give some people some perspective of, um, you know, our impact that we have. So we have our uh, Family Consumer Sciences impact statement from 2021 that I'm just going to read off. Um, there were a total throughout the entire state at that time, 73 facts, agents and educators. Um, we made 138,683 face-to-face contacts. Wow. Virtual contacts was 39,000, a little over 39,000. And so the facts programming is valuable and vital. Clients reported um, saving about $67.50 per month um, on the programs that were actually free. So they um, pretty much we have on our thing. I know all my starbucks. <laughs> and then uh, program highlights. So for health, there was a total of 1,600 pounds lost by 194 diabetes prevention program participants. So that's pretty cool. So a lot of people don't know this, but we do a lot of um, prevention programming for diabetes. Um, so there's something called prediabetes versus type 2 diabetes. Prediabetes can be reversed. We do have a program that can help you with that. Um, with money, $2 million total economic impact of UGA Volunteer Income Assistance Program. 38 for the homes 38 million dollars invested into the gig program to create sustainable housing in georgia so there's a um, housing program that we have uh, family so during um and this is during the 2021 year 133 participants got certified as youth mental health first aiders so yes. mental health has become you know one of the newer things that we're learning more and more about and that we're actually providing programming and education on right um so there's a lot of things that we do and there's way more numbers and research that we have out there right that's awesome i didn't realize um so many people had gotten certified in youth mental aid i think that's incredibly important it is so that's awesome yeah all right. Well, I think that is going to wrap up our pilot episode. I hope that you came out at least knowing one new thing about a family and consumer science agent. <laughs> yeah. And it might be a lot because we said a lot, um, but that's just what the job entails. And, you know, we're very flexible people. I think in order to be an agent, that flexibility and that adaptability has got to be in you and so um if there's anything that you all want to learn more about or like victoria said the feedback is what we're actually looking for so when we post this on the social media page when you listen to this please 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 contact me i'm in bartow county and like victoria said she's in carroll county please by all means provide us with any feedback and some topics that you would like to listen to all right. Um, thank you, listeners, for listening to us. Um, make sure that you do follow us on whichever 
app you are listening to us on so that you can get an update when our new episode, our first episode drops, which will be in May. So make sure you're following along on social media and on your favorite podcast app. And we will talk soon. Bye.